I'll be there in the corner. <laughs> What's that? Oh, he's 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 throwing up on him. He's always gargling his own sick. Lovely, that's what he does in the classic night down the cocks. Classic night in the cocks. Banter behind the throne is sponsored by the old three cocks, Brigstock. Good food, good ale. Come on in, pat your bags. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens, and he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. With an opposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Banter Behind the Throne. Today we are going to be covering the Maesters, the Mighty Maesters, on all the Maesters. Today I'm not joined with Craven, he's off fighting the cartel, so it will just be me, Peel, Mr. David. Hello. And then in the other corner, we've got... Oh, I've completely forgotten my run-up now, Dave. It's under the pressure of the actual recording. We've got Rowan uh, here as well with us. He's going to be talking about his lovely janky decks and all the Maesters that he loves playing. And also, I was going to call him Randy Rowan Gavin, but that's gone out the window now. So, shall we crack on? Uh, today, Hi. we're going to start it off with a bit of maces, I think. Just have a little chin-chag about them. Well, do you want Rowan to introduce himself first? Oh, yeah, well, you've put history of Rowan. Uh, I thought this was going to be a whole topic <laughs> where we're going to go from his the meeting of the parents to the collision of the families, all the way up <laughs> as if it was a, a chronological history. But... You yep, cover sure. it as much detail as you like, Rowan. Yes, by all means. <laughs> Rowan, go into it. The more detail, the better. Rowan, introduce okay. yourself. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Rowan. I'm Cobra Bubbles on most of the boards. Um, I'm a student in Norwich at the moment, so I play most of my thrones in Norwich. Um, yeah, kind of divide my time between card games and uni stuff, sometimes at a worryingly close to 50-50 ratio. Yeah, I play a lot of jank, as you'll probably have heard. Occasionally, I get mentioned on the cast for some or other stupidly janky thing I have done. That's me. Rowan built the most recent build of Valerian behind the throne. I did. Barry was not happy with that deck. <laughs> too many copies of Valerian. Yeah. Not enough Wealth of the Rock. Said. Yeah. Wealth of the Rock, though. That's a good shout. I'm going to put more of that in that deck. <laughs> I've been asked to take it to Worlds. It seems like a good Play plan. against it. What yeah. are you taking to Worlds? Have you had any thought of this? Or is this a kind of case of we're going to be completely on lockdown about any mention of any, even a theory, decks that you may come up with? We're definitely uh, on lockdown on my world. We're definitely on lockdown. Yeah. I'm not... All right, then. Uh, Whammer and I have theorised about something. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... I, I like the idea of that. theorising. That's and good. then we have the uh, the great UK banter deck, which Wedge has made. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So if that... Uh, if that were, you've seen that, haven't you, Rowan? I've seen it. Yeah, Reese is playtesting it at the moment. It's horrible, isn't it? It's. I mean, it's sometimes horrible. I unfortunately for him, I've recently been playtesting. Well, I won't specifically say. Yeah, I believe we're going to start off with a little bit of the history of the Maces deck, and you two are going to talk about a tournament you went to where it was unrestricted, and you both ran Maces decks where you had no restrictions, which would have reminded me of the old days again. Uh, so, why? Why do you love Mesa so much? Well, um, all the triggers, mostly. So as a self-professed shagger, things that trigger like six times per phase are just my favourite thing. 
Um, but yeah, so the Mises path for people who may not know, um, if you're coming to this cast as somebody who's never played first edition before and you're looking to get into second edition, this will probably completely baffle you and make you very afraid. Um, that's intentional. It's <laughs> possibly the stupidest theme in the history of the game is the Mises theme, but it's centered around this agenda, um, which I've got in front of me. It says, it's called the Maester's Path. It says, before shuffling your deck during setup, remove up to 12 chain attachments with different titles from your deck and place them on the Maester's Path. You can't win the game if there are any chains left on the Maester's Path. And it's got a response. After you win a challenge, attach one chain from this card to a character you control. That's the original text. So we won't go through all the chains do now, but it turns out that having up to 12 cards accessible, you know, as you like, from the beginning of the game is absolutely nuts. Irrelevant. Like independent of what those cards do. Um, when they're as good as the chains and have as much internal synergy as the chains, it's completely busted. So the uh, agenda has since been errated so that it doesn't attach chains to anything that isn't a printed maester. It's also been restricted. One of the links, the 10 link, has also been restricted. Um, the conclave of one of the stronger maesters was restricted for a long time. Uh, has recently been unrestricted. Um, yeah, FG had trouble balancing this. But I think they finally managed it, actually. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think Maters is a really like interesting archetype at the moment that adds a lot to the field. Um, it's kind of an outlet for combo-y players, which isn't completely degenerate. Um, and yeah, just lets you do a lot of hilariously weird things that you couldn't otherwise do. So this unrestricted tournament, um, I organised it in Norwich in January and me and Dave both played Unrestricted Maesters. I played Baratheon. And uh, that errata I mentioned, before that was made, you could put the chains on Robert Baratheon. And before his errata, you could stand him an infinite number of times. That's the one from the Shadow Cycle. Um, so, yeah, do the maths. You can trigger all your chains every turn. And he's got extra strength for every chain on him. And he's got extra strength for every chain on him. And he's he has renown. <laughs> Does he have double renown, though? Did you? Is he double renown? No, but he's winning six other. challenges a turn on his own. Oh <laughs> so he doesn't God. need double renown. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, because it was an unrestricted tournament, you could play unerratted narrow escape with him. <laughs> God. <laughs> which, <laughs> which was completely stupid. Um, I'm not sure you were ever actually able to do that. Maybe you were at one point. But anyway... But, but yeah, it's so it's unrestricted anyway. So yeah, Mace's path came out. So obviously, one of them was at one point. Yeah, but I mean, my reason for mentioning that is simply to, to say that I can attest to how completely busted Maesters are when you don't have the various uh, changes that FFG have made to them. They still are horrible. To be fair, when you come up against them, they're just. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually one of my favourite things about playing Maesters is when my opponent. At the beginning of every game where I play Maesters, I get my chains out of my deck, I lay them down, and I say, uh, here's my chains if you want to have a quick refresh, you know, remind yourself what they do. And when my opponent says, it's fine, it's too complicated, I'll just let you tell me what they do, <laughs> I do a little dance inside. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I've had that happen a lot of you, times. Yeah, you just produce the most wonderfully baffled expressions you can ever produce in a by playing a card game. Um, and... Yeah, just, you know, moving cards around, things are standing up and kneeling down again, and things are happening that just wonderful, horrible things are happening that confuse the shit out of people. 
he's got extra strength and he's got extra icons and yeah, this happens you... and I've got 50 gold. At least six characters <clears throat> and have fools or house bracks. <laughs> yeah. Any number of completely stupid traits that you can give them. Because unless you're playing against Martel, you always trigger the copper link. Oh, yeah. For fun. Yeah. I have been boned in the past by accidental copper link triggers. I trigger it because I want to when I don't need to to make, you know, make the red viper a fool. For a laugh, and then it gets thinking, and suddenly I have a five strength viper in my face. He's ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, not happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you cancelling that trigger? For... Oh wait, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, so uh, tell us your um, tell us about your unrestricted deck. Was there anything in particular aside well, from Bob? Um, Maester's so great. I mean. Well, I could run the Conclave, which at the time you couldn't legally do. So it had Conclave in it. It had... Um, I think I probably had Fear of Winter, because why wouldn't you when it's unrestricted? Um, which is even more stupid in Maesters, because again, the chain attachments don't count for Fear of Winter, so you can bring them in, so you still get to get some card advantage in um, while you're doing it. Um, I ran the mobile version of Eddard, so that I could just randomly cancel anything that would try and mess with Bob. Uh, or cancel awesome. your own copper link for draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and narrow escape, as I said, which just makes maesters really hard to stop, because the way you stop maesters is you get rid of the maesters. Uh, not with narrow escape, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think... I only won one game because I think I built too hard towards the jank. Basically, oh, I just I didn't actually build a maester deck. I just built a deck that was entirely built around Bob being a maester. <laughs> uh, and I mean, if if you get Bob to be a maester for like one round, you probably win because you've draw capped twice and made more gold than you can you know fill your boots with, and given about six different irrelevant traits to things and. Burn several other things to the ground. You, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it turns out in the unrestricted environment, it's not actually that good, despite being completely busted, because there's so many other completely busted things. <laughs> hey, I came third with my oh, yeah, busted well, well, deck. Yeah, talk about yours. Yeah, I played Martel Maesters, so I got to use all my fun restricted cards. Uh, obviously, at the time, Conclave and Savas were restricted. Uh, I got to use the Venomous Blade, Art of Seduction. Uh, the Viper is now restricted, but wasn't at the time. Um, I'm sure there were more... Oh, Burning on the Sands. Which is <laughs> 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 just ridiculous. Which is also really annoying in the Maester Mirror match, because obviously I want to win my challenges, <laughs> and you can <laughs> trivially stop me from doing so. Yeah, uh, it was pretty beautiful. Um, so it was pretty great. I... Uh, I talked about the deck in detail at the time on 2C1C, which was a participation prize I was lucky enough to to get. Um, but essentially it was flip out the gates to get a maester, do your maestery things, flip art of seduction, then to the spears, and then outwit, so there's just no way. If they can get through the, to the spears, they won't be able to valor because of outwit. Uh, and it went pretty well until Tagore just played so much strength on the board, I had a sad time. Mm. Um, I actually beat Tagore, he was my only victory mostly because of the stupid narrow escape play 
he um he killed Robert and then discarded Eddard from my hand in the same phase, so I just never escaped them both back. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, because it's uh, killed or discarded, not just killed or discarded from play. Yeah. So he gets discarded from hand and then he comes into play. <laughs> one of the most stupid errata I've ever seen. I was thinking for a future episode, if you'll have me back, I'd really like to do a stupid things that FFG have done segment. That sounds fantastic. Like, There's a few things I've noticed recently, like like cards they put in the first edition core set, which are just completely stupid. Go on, then give, uh, give us an example. Well, so Dragonstone Port comes to mind, for example. <laughs> it's not very intuitive, is it? Well, it messes with the basic timing structure of the game. Like, and in an uncancelled, like, you just put it on the board, and the basic timing structure of the game, which as a core set player you are still learning, has just completely changed. <laughs> what? Who puts that card in the first set? And then, even worse than that, it comes with core set Varys, who lets you swap plot decks with your opponent. Like, and you can do that in the Dragonstone Port action window. <laughs> and I, asked, I recently asked this on Card Game TV to find out how that interaction works. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows how that fucking works. And they're two corset cards. It's because they're terrible cards. Yeah, but still, like, why would you do that? I really want Dragonstone Port to be a good card. But I mean, it just I, isn't. But if it was have, unique, you might be able to build around it. <laughs> I have a melee deck which tries to make it work. Um, and occasionally succeeds <laughs> but I mean other stupid things they've done include obviously the original printing of Narrow Escape which was just you can't lose cards from anywhere um, and the original printing indeed of the Maester's Path um, because apparently at that point after you know three years of a CCG and six cycles of more than three years and six cycles of an LCG they still hadn't learnt basic card game concepts like thinning your deck and having cards available on demand from the start of the game is amazing. <laughs> Let alone the <laughs> fact that you can <laughs> turn bomb characters into super characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed that because you can make people like Darkstar a maester. Get extra yeah. triggers because of Vengeful and things. Yeah. Maester Darkstar was just fun. Or Maester Jacken. Yeah. Well, he's got Vigilant and Vengeful. <laughs> yeah, that was, ne- that was never a thing except in our unrestricted tournament, but yeah, I did have Jack in him. I didn't actually manage to make him a maester, but it's an option. <laughs> I, I made him a maester at least once. It was pretty satisfying. Nice. He died very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's uh, maesters broken, basically. But then they fixed them. They did. Yeah. So now you can only put chains on from your agenda onto a maester with a printed maester trait, so you can't put the collar maester on. Maester trait on someone. Oh. Yeah. And uh, they restricted the tin link because on-demand attachment control is really, really good. Mm. And basically made attachments other than, well, other than the maester attachments unplayable. Yeah. <laughs> um, we started the game just after that got restricted, so I never got to see it in its, in its glory. But yeah, during when the unrestricted... was that exactly? Sorry? When was that exactly? Uh, that would have been um, just before Regionals 2013. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. when the Conclave and the Tin Link went on the list. And the Orphan, the Refugees, uh, Sabas. No, they all went on. Oh, the Restricted. The Orphans went on the Restricted. Orphan and the Refugees went on the Restricted list, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, that was just before my time as well. well, yeah. So we started, that was our first fact we we lived through. Uh, Which is like, okay, well, we won't touch the Maester cycle for now. (laughs) We won't buy Refugees of War. Or 
ancient enemies for the fury plots because that seems to be what everyone advises you to buy but everything's yeah. restricted <laughs> so that's fine um yeah i found out that tin link was very good when i started discarding whammer's uh mouse favors oh yeah that's another sorry just a, another nutty thing about maesters is so there's a ruling that if somebody takes control of a character that you control any attachments on that character remain under your control so if somebody yes. takes control of your maester and then kneels it, you can trigger all your chains. <laughs> it's so much fun. It causes such chaos. It's, it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's just completely brilliant. So if they mouse favourite and you've got a tin link on there, then they can't use it because if they do, you discard the mouse favourite and get it right back. <laughs> and in fact, if they knelt it to clear a challenge, then it would change control mid-challenge. So I've got no idea what happens there, but probably something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic! Bring in a world of Freya, we'll have a party. Yeah. Oh, what to say? Oh man, yeah. that's another one. The list of stupid things FFG have done. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good one. Um, so, the current Maesters decks, Maesters decks that have been playable since it's not been completely ridiculous. If that makes sense, let's talk about that. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I took one to the Norwich Store Championship a couple of years ago. And I, it was a barrel one, and it basically just recurred Motley in Mel's favour every turn. Uh, Bambi had an incredibly sad time. Yeah, I, I remember that. took control of Tywin every single turn, except the first turn, because I took Cersei <laughs> instead or something. <laughs> just had these two copies of Mel's favour coming in and out of the discard pile. I remember talking to Bambi after that game, and I had yet to introduce him to Maesters. I'd recently introduced Bambi to Thrones, I'd yet to introduce him to Maesters, mostly out of mercy. <laughs> um, and he uh, yeah I asked him after the game oh so how do you round to go against Dave and he was like yeah not well he's playing Maesters <laughs> I, I went ah <laughs> I see your problem and he, and he was like oh he triggered so many things I just couldn't keep up man <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible you're just like I'm going to do this and that does this and that does this and that does this and they're just like alright go on go for it I trust you <laughs> <laughs> or they sit there for ages reading all the chains and just like, I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, tell us about a Maester deck you like, Rowan. Well, okay, let's... Um, there's some seriously janky Maester decks I will talk about in a bit, but let's start with something relatively simple. I've been playing a bit over the summer with some Stark Maesters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's seen some success recently, actually. Luca won... Was it the Italian Nationals? With... Yeah, it was. Starkmeisters, yeah, which is cool. Um, Starkmeisters is an absolutely amazingly fun deck to play because usually it's not what you think of when you think of Maesters because they don't have like a location that can stand things, which is what you want if you really want to abuse the the links. Um, but they do have really good ways to abuse several of the other links. So the deck I took to the top eight at the Stockton Regional um was kind of based around of using the pale steel link so <laughs> the best link well yeah that's i mean it's the banter link it is <laughs> um, yeah so things like popping in frozen solid in the middle of the challenges phase is pretty good um popping a poison coin in the middle of the challenges phase is even better because you put it on a character that's already knelt so that they can't you do the usual thing of playing around poison coin uh, mm-hmm. which is awesome and I actually um, I managed to kill a Viper in triplicate using only attachment effects. 
Wow. I put a poison coin on him, uh, which took out one of his dupes, and then I shaggy dog into grey winded him twice, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was cool. Um, And Rob's favour was in that deck as well. Also, a good one to drop in the middle of a challenge with Pale Steel Link. Yep, suddenly it's clean three. Suddenly clean three, yeah. (laughs) And I bet. My particular favourite is dropping in Lucas Blackwood at random times. <laughs> Lucas Blackwood is one of my favourite stupid cards um, in the game. And yeah, just being able to go, oh, you're making a military challenge against me? Okay, well, Neil, my most of us, some completely random reason. Lucas, Lucas dies. I'll make a military challenge at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> See that Didn't coming? expect that. <laughs> that is, of course, game. one of those um, those interactions which makes no sense if you kill Lucas Blackwood during the marshalling phase <laughs> and you in- initiate your military challenge, but whoever's the active player can still marshal characters. I know, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I have a... So I can effectively military you middle of the marshalling phase while you're still putting people down. If they killed yeah. your Lucas in the marshalling phase, yeah. That would be awesome. Oh, well, no, if you killed your own Lucas, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You feed him to Greywind or to Harrenhal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cancelling a river row in order to kill Lucas Blackwood is a thing that I have done. <laughs> oh, I love him. What a great card. I like how, like, Harren Hall is a weird card because on the one hand, it's really sad for people who play Jank because it cancels all your nice triggers. But on the other hand, it really enables all your killing all my own characters, Jank. <laughs> which is... <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> yeah, you've had some success with Kindly Man as well, haven't you? So I have. Similar sort of theme, yeah. It's like you can't do anything else. I'll kill Kindly Man and start murdering your board with the possession. No, but it's even better once the Kindly Man's on the table because once he's on the agenda, because you're like, just oh, I need this one non-unique to like leave play and return to play for whatever reason. I'll just cancel a random trigger with Heronal so I can put him in my dead pile and recur him. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's good. But then I've been fiddling around. There's some other cool things you get in Stark, like um, Lead Link is pretty abusable in any most of the decks because threat from the north is neutral so that is a thing that you can do but it's even better when you can play grey wind um yeah it's awesome and steel link in stark is great because they have things like frozen outpost which is really strong it's even stronger you can use it twice a phase uh what else swamps of the neck i like with steel link what does that do it's uh needed to the character and remove it from the challenge okay so sometimes I've been in this position a lot of times you want to nearly your master to make him join a challenge just so you can trigger your chains mm-hmm. you don't actually want to have him in the challenge swamps of the neck solves that problem <laughs> needed to join the challenge stand him back up you've stood your master which is always good he's left the challenge so he's safe from deadly and everything you've triggered all your chains you can trigger them all again and you can then stand swamps of the neck with the steel link to do that twice a phase <laughs> Of course, all the links are once per phase, but... Yeah, sure, but you do them again in dominance, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I like giving out uh, the, you know, he can have an intrigue icon till the end of dominance. Yeah. He can have a military <laughs> icon and plus two strength. Yeah, um, yeah, copper link, I also like, it's fun to abuse in Stark because uh, something I did several times during the course of that regional was make a Rose Road into a Direwolf so that I had an extra direwolf to kneel for Shaggy Dog. That's really fun. Also, um, get Jon Snow on the board and then make your maester a Night's Watch every phase so that he's immune to events all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
And then there's the offensive uses for taking people with grit or did you run dissension as well? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, that's just the bread and butter. That's true, the boring true. stuff. Making your own characters wildlings for um, Portrayal of the Wall? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that play. People never know what you're doing. Like, you go, you know, it's pretty normal when you're playing against maesters to have them go, people are nil my maester to draw two cards. Yeah. Yeah, fine. No problem, I'm sure that's fine. And I'll trigger Copper Link to make my maester a Night's Watch. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> what is this? I don't see a maester Eamon down here. There's nothing, you know, what can you do with the Night's Watch trait? Betrayal. Yeah, betrayal. <laughs> Which, of course, <laughs> exactly. allows you to betrayal into Stoic Resolve as well at the right yeah. time. Yeah, and betrayal into Outwit is also very strong. Yep, if your maester's yeah. still standing. And, I mean, betrayal at the wall is one of my favourite cards, to be honest. If if Balerian the Black was called something that didn't begin with B, it would be my favourite card beginning with B. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better than Bla- Baylor Blacktide, who ruins all the jank fun. Whoa! You leave Baylor alone. <laughs> he's he's so annoying. He's oh. so funny, <laughs> and he's so efficient. Why well, when so you come up against a Martel player, it's like, oh Martel, I see. You just I'll oh, cancel all your events, and then you can't play any of them again. Because you'll see all yeah. the horrible ones, and you just be like, oh no, oh he's horrible. Better get out of Baylor. The Put really. <laughs> The horrible thing about Baylor, though, is when you don't even get to play the event the first time, when you just lose it to Intrigue. Mm. That's and that's just it. Awesome. It's just gone. Right. You've got three copies of it in your deck. <laughs> and you finally draw that yeah. Nightmares, and you're just like, well, it's the best time to use this Nightmares so I can, <laughs> me and I can actually play my other events. And then Intrigue claims it, and you can't use your second Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> me and you, Bobby, I think have had games where you've just sat there for pretty much the whole game, which was a hand of, like, you've had, like, six cards, and you had all events. <laughs> None of which you can use, and all the really nasty Martell events as well. Yep. You've just been looking at them, just going, "No, <laughs> no actions." Yeah, that was basically it. There was a uh, there was a period of time when I was playing Martell Hollow Hill, that I would beat you quite consistently, and then suddenly you're just like, "Actually, if I just get Baylor turn to make sure I've got Wendemir so that he can save Baylor." Yeah. From bleeds and yeah, and golden. Yeah, everyone's nice. happy. If you've got some cancels for he calls the thinking, then uh, yeah, I can't do shit. <laughs> uh, okay, any other maester decks that are currently decent, other than my nationals deck, which I probably won't talk about again. Well, there's always Targ Maesters is a good old standby. I think it's is and has been for a couple of years, probably one of the strongest decks around, but. It requires it's a bit matchup dependent and it's very hard to pilot. Yeah. But it's... basically the the engine is um copper link and steel link on your maester and then use what's it called? Miranese Fighting Pit. Fighting Pit. So nearly your maester, make him a dragon, stand Miranese fighting pit with the steel link, Neil's fighting pit, stand the maester. Do that every phase. And of, well no, they're challenges only. Fighting pit. Yeah. Oh well. Not every phase. Um... Once but around. if they if you've got all three of them, then you can t- yeah. do it four times. Yeah. Then when so your mace is in every challenge. Yeah. Uh, so you give him Aegon's blade so that he's completely stupid. Yeah. Plus two strength, renown, stealth. Yeah. Let's go and, on the icons. And rusted sword. Yeah. Uh, dual wielding Maester Marvin is one of my favourite <laughs> images from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They say Star Wars LCG is ridiculous because an Ewok can take out a Star Destroyer, but <laughs> dual wielding <laughs> Maester Marvin. That's... Madman. Whenever, whenever people complain about theme in uh, 
in Star Wars, I explained to them what Copper Link is. <laughs> because it is the most stupid card in terms of nebliness that they could possibly have printed. Like, think about it. So this maester has learned, I don't even know what Copper Link represents. Some kind of Let's find skill. Out. Anyway. Carry on chatting, I'll find out. Yeah, so he's learned um, some kind of it. probably fairly normal skill. And then suddenly he's able to turn anything into anything else. <laughs> Literally anything into anything else. He can make somebody become part of a different house. He can make, you know, he can make things turn into places, places turn into animals. You know, he can turn it, weapons into, fuck, I don't know, storytelling. <laughs> it's actually uh, history. History? Yeah. Because. Dave, you yeah. have a master's in history. You yeah. can't turn anything into anything else, can you? I can try. Plus, bit yeah. correctly. <laughs> so I, I should get a copper link. So well, so uh, I guess gold doing? is counting, isn't it? So yeah, I assume. So I should get a copper and gold link. You should do, and uh, wear around my neck. That's not a very long chain. No, it's not. It's probably suffocate. Well, yellow yeah. gold is economics. Uh, yeah. I'm not a smith. I'm not war. No Warcraft or astrology or astronomy or ravenry. One of them. Medicine and healing, no. <laughs> Magic and the occult, no. None of these. Some He's of them... dying. What do we do? Leave him. His yeah. raven's problems. So I did the... notice. I did notice once that um, on one of the links in the flavor text, it refers to the silver link, which is for healing. And I thought at first when I saw that, why does it not? Uh, why is there no silver link? And then I realized that the obvious, you know, ability for that is to save masters. Which would just be completely stupid, <laughs> as opposed to like, mostly stupid like the rest of the things. <laughs> yeah, I mean a link on the chain that can save the thing that you're putting the chains on, on the agenda. I mean. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty random. Some of these, pale steel is smithing. Oh, really? Isn't particularly. Well, I guess if you're putting attachments into play, yeah. Yeah, but not characters. <laughs> no, no, don't get that. I'm pretty sure Lucas Blackwood wasn't born in a forge. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't met his mother. <laughs> um, iron is Warcraft, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, bronze is astronomy, which makes no sense. It discards mm. the cards of your tech. Yeah. In a way, that would make more sense as being the copper link for history, right? Because yeah. bronze is the one that recurs them. Yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, we well, were talking about we'll Targ. Targ Maesters. Yeah. Um, you can also put a Hrakar pelt on him to stand him at the end of challenges. Hurricane Pelt is nice. I, for a little while, played a Dragon Maesters deck with Dragon yeah. Lore, um, which is fun. Not only because you can, you know, make Balerion the Black free, which is the best thing you can ever do in this game, um, <laughs> but also because you can turn your characters into dragons at the same time as you do that, so that when you play Balerion, they don't kneel, <laughs> which is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can make people stop people kneeling for... Daenerys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, standing with the fighting pit. Yeah, it's just awesome. Big fan of that deck. Anything with trait manipulation is fun, I think. Yeah, I mean, I d every time I do it, I think, what on earth is this mechanic? <laughs> trait manipulation is just so stupid in every possible way. But is but... old Nan thematic? See, that's the interesting question, isn't it? I mean... If you think about trait manipulation as being fiction or manipulating history in the case of the Copper Link, then it's like, well, they're just changing what you think these things are. 
but then the weird thing about that is that other cards interact with them as if they actually were those things. So it's like just because the you know just because old man tells a story about how Tywin Lannister went and joined the Night's Watch, that shouldn't mean that Igrit can then seduce him at the wall. <laughs> and yet she can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daenerys. <laughs> um... The Mad King is definitely a dragon. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, Targaryens are a cocky bunch, aren't okay, they? They'd, yeah. they'd buy that, wouldn't they? That was a terrible example with the whole blood of the dragon <laughs> thing. <laughs> Obviously, we've mentioned Martel Maesters a couple of times today and on the cast before, uh, and I can never seem to build it within the bounds of the current restricted list. Um, but I have been looking at an icon control version of that recently. Which yes. is always fun because you've got the steel link to stand the scourge, uh, the yeah. brimstone, so that the scourge just strips them of the icons immediately, and then you've got um, uh, you can give opposing characters monocons, icons, so they can't um, they can't attack or defend. You or, can give your spy I mean, from Starfall yeah. a military icon to turn it into burning on the sands. Yeah. Um, you can, yeah. Take away people's intrigue icons and use Maester Miles to remove people from challenges. All sorts. Uh, Dornish Hermitage again as well to give people icons. Yeah. So, uh, and then Hotar's Axe to take advantage of the fact that you just murdered everything's icons by actually nice. murdering them. And you can drop that in with the Pale Seal link. You can. Surprise Hotar's Axe. Yeah. And you can put it on the right Sir Oakart because he's no oh, yes, except can. weapon, unlike the other Sir Oakart. Yeah, write a little bit of uh, alternative fan fiction there. <laughs> Aris is actually alive. Aris Okart is Ariel Hoda. <laughs> oh. now, <laughs> now that's a good theory, I think. I'm pretty sure they've never been in the same place at the same time, right? Not that I recall. <laughs> I try yeah. to block certain scenes from my memory. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, obviously, Craven would be upset if we didn't mention Greyjoy Maesters. Yeah, wow. I've never played Greyjoy Maesters. I'm actually in the process of trying to build a Greyjoy Maces deck. Um, I'm sat here kind of on Card Game DB, just kind of casually putting cards in, just seeing what I can do. Mostly I'm just looking at the chains, uh, yeah. seeing what I've got, but I'm seeing what I've, what can happen, what can come along, what's, what's actually going on in this world. And, you know, there's a few that I'm thinking might work, but I'm just still early days. Okay. I've just realised I lied. I have played Greyjoy Maesters. I think I played it against you, Dave. I built a Greyjoy Maesters mill deck, um, which was so brass link to mill cards and then support of Saltcliffe, I believe. Yeah, you have. We have played that. When, which stands a character when you discard cards from the opponent's deck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty stupid. But it's Ironborn character only, so you have to first find the attachment that makes your guy Ironborn. Then put a bow of Saltcliffe on him. And then you can try and mill their whole deck. Uh, <laughs> it tends to not work. Um, sometimes not it least work. because Yeah, sometimes it does work, and then you still don't win because mill is bad. As we <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, tried it for a little while. It was fun. I've actually built the same deck out of Baratheon, just using the King Robert's Hammer loop instead. It's much better. Mm. It's much easier to get a set up, and if it gets interrupted, it doesn't matter because you're not all in on it, you've just got the brass link. Well, I was all in on it, but that's my mistake. <laughs> Surely, what? How can you go more all in on it than not just than just having a Baratheon Maesters deck? 
Like I could have added the brass link to mine, and it would have wouldn't have changed it. It would just well, one because, extra link. You know, you run other mill cards in your deck. <laughs> are, or, there, are there any in Baratheon? <laughs> there's neutral ones. You can run Frostfang Peaks. See, this is where you go wrong with your Jag Grower. <laughs> yeah, I just run all of the like combo and the enabling stuff. So you run all of the things that stop them from stopping your combo. <laughs> so all of the cancel. I think I ran that plot which says it, it is neither summer nor winter <laughs> in order to stop them turning off King Robert's Hammer. You know, that kind of thing. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> That's too far, I think. It's like, yeah, there's often, often you build an awful deck like that, a combo deck of stupid jank levels and then you kind of get paranoid about it kind of go oh i've actually built a really awful deck and people might try and take advantage of that the bastards a bunch more bad cards to stop them from stopping my first set of bad cards and then it'll all be okay <laughs> uh, i have actually played against um greyjoy maester mill in days gone by and they milled my entire deck reset the board and I was very sad, but I had narrow escape in hand, <laughs> and he had no cards in hand. So back out comes two wildling hordes and the night of flowers and Melisandre and some other things. You know, I'm and pretty he just sure conceded that... then and there. <laughs> I have a feeling that was against me. No, it was against. Well, I may have done it against you as well, but um. I'm pretty sure I played that deck against your Barrow Wildling deck, and I milled your whole deck and reset the board and still lost the game. You probably did, um, <laughs> yeah. but it was against. Uh, Dan Knight that I did it in tournament. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I've done it multiple times with that wonderful Barrow Maesters deck, Barrow uh, Wildlings deck that I'll never get to play again. Speaking of Dan Knight, I have a Maesters related story. Uh, the first and I think only time I've ever played Dan Knight yeah. um, was in the first round of the Joust at Winter is Coming 2013. And I was playing a Dragon Maesters deck. And I laid down all my links. And like a clever person, he actually looked at them and read what they did. <laughs> and he got all the way through them and then he looked through them again and he went, no gold link. And I said, no, didn't think I needed it. Then he turns out he's playing, you know, Greyjoy Song of Ice. Yeah, which is like <laughs> the only thing he plays. <laughs> First, yeah, I'd never met him before, so I did not know this. First turn, he takes, them by, takes me by surprise, then puts yeah. down the White Raven, the Spa and a Wintertime, not a Wintertime Marauder, the other one, Ice Fisherman. <laughs> and I get to do nothing for the rest of the game. <laughs> so that was fun. Poor thing. I, I put almost, gold link in all of them now. Yeah, I almost dropped my gold link before nationals, until I played Craven and he started to choke me out. Yeah. Um, and I managed to get my combo up just, uh, and managed to then count twenty-one gold by marshalling on the next turn. <laughs> so I, oh, I love it when that happens. Yeah, it's just like this is going to happen now, Craven. Out comes Mel's scheme, <laughs> and I win. <laughs> It's that, see, and again, my janky mind is at work. As soon as you say that, the first thing I think is, oh, what's that Corsair plot that skips the taxation phase? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get 21 gold for two rounds. Or is that the 2.0 one? Um, it's, I uh, can't remember, picture of some dude with a treasure chest on it. Yeah, it's crap anyway. Yeah, it's um, That's the problem. When you play the gold link, you think, you know what, I can expand my gold curve a bit here. What can I run? You think, well, I could run Tywin. He's only six gold. I could run... I've got a king. I could run all the eight-cost armies. <laughs> I could run Balerion. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, of course you can run Valerian. Valerian fits everywhere. He does. You know, I was. It I is almost, no. Go on, sorry. No, go on. I almost put in the rights to Arasoka. <laughs> the the yeah. last, the last moment, I did decided not to. I was like, he's I mean, only five gold, and he's a knight, and he's got renown, and he's got removal, and he's got um, synergy with the copper link. How about I don't run the copper link? Oh, what? I wasn't running it. Well, I had no other trait stuff, so... But how are you going to make loads of random characters fooled, Dave? <laughs> I know, and it hurt me. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it hurt my soul not to... I didn't run Pale Steel, either. I mean, you know, you were playing at the top level of UK competition, <laughs> and you couldn't just ruin the whole mood by turning, you know, Cersei Lannister into House Frey. Yeah. For no reason at all. I like things like The North. Yeah, the North. It's just like she is the North. I know, there's some stupid, stupid traits. Or just some of the really mundane ones, like item. <laughs> yeah. Just make a really bizarre comment about sexism by turning uh, Cersei Lannister into an item. <laughs> you could, uh, yeah. Copper Link, make some things warships. That's pretty nice. Loads, yeah. of, good, loads of good stuff with the Copper Link. Yeah, I did for a little while in testing for the unrestricted tournament consider um, Greyjoy Maesters with Maiden Spain. Yeah. Because Copper Link and Steel Link make nuts. Yeah. Um, I decided not to. <laughs> going to see that, that um, Maiden Spain even more likely with a, uh, what, a 50 card deck or whatever it would be. Yeah, yeah. Because you still don't run the Brass Link. No one runs 12 chains. <laughs> no. Well, they can't anymore. Oh, wait, unrestricted. Good thinking. I was kind of wishing, you know, in the King's Road cycle when they did a pack that was supposed to like give a few new tools to the Maester's theme. Yeah. I was really hoping for another link there so that I could actually play twelve. It really annoys me that the Maester's Pass says, You may, you know, take twelve chains from your deck and put them on this agenda. I can't take twelve fucking chains. (laughs) I do that, I get immediately disqualified. You can in melee. Can in melee. The Maester's Path is restricted, but the Tin Link is not. I was going to ask that, actually. Have you ever played the Maester's Path in melee? I have not. <laughs> I um, see, yeah, the my funnest thing there would be to use the Scourge as well, with like Hellhole Engineer and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, can't do that either. You can't do that because all of those pieces are restricted. <laughs> Thanks, DC. As is the Viper, add to the Spears, and all the other fun things. Yeah. Sad times. Okay. Um, so talked a little bit about Greyjoy Maesters. Uh, Can I get into the best house to play Maesters out of? Is this Lannister? It's the absolutely Lannister. The only house we haven't covered. Oh, before we are get we... there, are there any neutral Maester decks that are worth playing? I have played Maesters out of the neutral Long Voyage. Yeah. Um, main decking chains, it turns out, is a bad idea. <laughs> Unless it's Apprentice Collar? Unless it's Apprentice Collar, yes. Yeah. I've main decked the bronze link before in really janky attachment recursion builds okay that's interesting yeah but that's it because then i leave one on my agenda so i can actually get my chains back and then use the one in the deck to actually yeah but you see that's the thing you're main decking extra chains in the motor's path oh yeah you're main decking chains in a non-motor's path deck (laughs) yeah that seems a bit silly yeah go on then talk about lannister (laughs) okay so i have Three completely stupid Lannister Maester builds that I would like to introduce you to. Go on then. Number one is the fairly obvious one. So you think of Lannister, one of the things you think of is money, right? Yeah. They make gold. We're 
familiar with this? This is a theme we're going to continue to be familiar with in second edition. Cool. As we were just saying, Meisters also have an ability to make stupid amounts of money with the gold link. And there's a few cards in Lannister that never get played because they're bad, which are of the gold equals win, to turn a phrase, uh, style. So Lines of the Rock, Tywin Lannister, Davin Lannister, Sitting the Iron Throne, this kind of stuff. So one way to build Lannister Maesters is to build it as a uh, abuse gold link to abuse those shit cards deck. <laughs> um, this is a deck I have built. It is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for admitting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it might have won a game once, but it's not likely. Uh, I've, just looked at the list. I've just looked at the list again and realised that it does have the uh, Pale Steel Link, Rich Lands and the Keep, Power of Blood combo. Yes! Which is a sweet combo. Um, <laughs> My favourite combo. Yeah. Mostly now, if you had Dragonstone Port, is, um, that would make it even better. Well, that's, you know what? That's just what the deck was missing. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean, I've been making loads of gold, so I can pay four for Dragonstone Port, obviously. Why yep. not? Bargain. Yeah. And we were talking about skipping the taxation phase earlier. This deck also plays Lion Star, which is that Lannister warship from the naval cycle that lets you keep gold until the next phase. Nice. Next round, rather. Nobody knows about it. No, I don't think I've ever seen it played. Mm, I have played it once. <laughs> in this deck. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's the fairly obvious, the, you know, the entry-level Lannister Maester's jank. Uh, get get onto the good stuff. So, I've been playing for the best part of a year around with various clansmen type things ever since they started releasing new clansmen cards in the last cycle. Um, there's a lot of cool things you can do with clansmen. clansmen. One of them is clansmen maesters. Uh, I have a little deck that I call the Clanthropologists. <laughs> that makes me want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's built around a five-card combo. <laughs> five, only five cards. Uh, only five cards. Right, two of them are chained, so, you know. Gold link and copper link. Yeah, easy enough. A maester. Yeah. Also pretty easy to acquire. So, you know, three of your combo cards are available immediately. Um, Dragon Bone Dagger. My favourite card beginning with D. That should be three times in pretty much every deck anyway, so... I mean, obviously, yeah. It's three times in this deck, for sure. Yeah. It would be six <laughs> times in this deck if I could. <laughs> And the Mountain Clan Horde, yep. which I will remind people, uh, has an any-phase action on it. It says, discard a card from your hand to stand or kneel another clansman character. Limit once per phase. Now, if you're anything like me, whenever you see any kind of effect that stands any character, you immediately think of putting it in Maesters. And this one is trait-based, which is beautiful, because you have the copper link. So the basic combo goes like this. You get your Maester, you get the two chains on them, you get the Mountain Clan Horde, and you have Dragon Bone Dagger in your hand. In any phase you like, you nearly your Maester to make some gold with the gold link. And you trigger the Copper Link to make him a clansman. Then you trigger the Mountain Clan Horde, discard the Dragon Bone Dagger, stand the now clan Maester. And then you pay one of the gold you just made to get the Dragon Bone Dagger back to your hand. So you can loop your Maester every phase with this combo. Beautiful. And it's making you a profit because you have at least two chains in your maester, so you're making money with it and triggering all of your other stupid things in the meanwhile. Um, so that's the basic form of the deck. 
along with all that, you get all the other excellent clansmen synergy, like Timet, son of Timet. So, Nidia Maester, make him a clansman. He can't die. Sweet. <laughs> Stokes on everything. Tyrion Lannister is amazing when you can make any of your characters clansmen at will. <laughs> <laughs> Just have them randomly joining the challenge. It's even better if you declare a challenge with Tyrion. Your opponent has clued up about Tyrion, so they count all your clansmen's strength. They defend appropriately. Then you kneel your maester for some arbitrary thing, like one of your kneeling non-clansmen non into a clansman, and he joins the challenge. <laughs> possibly the 12th strength maester. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, yeah. and it's that it's actually like reasonably good if you can. I mean, like all most of text, it's destructible, and because it's kind of janky, it's a bit more destructible than most. But when it goes off, oh boy, does it go off! <laughs> and it recently got the contest back, so you know. Yeah, it could only get better. Um, my third and final. This is absolutely highest level of stupid, stupid jank. It's not actually played out of. Um, the Maester's Path oh. I play out of no agenda because it's built around Joffrey Baratheon from Tales from the Red Keep Ooh. you've probably forgotten he says he's a 3 for 3 power monocon noble he's immune to triggered effects and he says after an opponent's character is knelt pay one gold to stand Joffrey Baratheon then he claims one power so What's the deck, I hear you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Main deck, three apprentice collars and three gold links. You summon for Joffrey, put an apprentice collar on Joffrey, put a gold link on Joffrey. Then, any time you're about to use any of your Lannister need effect to kneel your opponent's character, before you do that, you kneel Joffrey with the gold link. You make some gold, you kneel the opponent's character, then you immediately spend the gold you just made to stand Joffrey gain a power. Beautiful. Yeah, you do that a bunch of times and then you win the game. Except that you don't because your engine gets disrupted. But because <laughs> Joffrey is immune to triggered effects, which makes him like the best maester in the game. He's immune to triggered effects, man. That's, I mean, that's like a super so viper. Yeah, absolutely. It's nuts. Except he doesn't win games on his own. Well, I'll tell you when he does win games on his own. Yeah. When you give him devious intentions, rusted sword, and long claw. <laughs> So he's now a Tricon, who you can stand whenever you kneel an opponent's character. He's immune to triggered effects, and he has renown and stealth, and claims power every time he stands. Yeah, and he's got infamy as well. And since he's immune to triggered effects, obviously you just put all of your power on him. It's fine. Yep, and hope he doesn't get valid. Yeah, well, no, there's anti-valid tech in this deck. <laughs> Two power of bloods, obviously, because he's a noble. Yeah. Also, Grand Maester Pycelle. Not the core set, and not the new one. The one from the Ravens cycle. There's a limited response. After he's killed in the challenges phase, return all your used plots to your plot deck. So you get four copies of Power of Blood in the deck. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, so that's my whistle-stop tour through Lannister Maester Jank. Uh, yeah. This, it's this kind of thing that's going to make me miss first edition. You know, you can you can keep your Quentins, your Dragon Pits, your Start No Agendas. I just, you know, Hyper Joffrey deck is what I'm going to miss. Oh, incidentally, I call this deck the Joffmeister. <laughs> Fair enough. You do have good names for your decks, Rowan. Thanks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 
Well, we've discussed our favourite. Well, we discussed our favourite Maester decks, but Maester's for every house. What's your oh, favourite Maester peel? Favourite Maester? Yeah. Maester Mister 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 Quick, I got Mr. Mean Me on the go. That's just... Uh, I'm going to use him to send Mr. Windermere. No, he's not your man. Greyjoy's just gone through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to play Greyjoy the weekend? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yes, let's all do... I'll tell you what. If we, we'll, we'll have a convene. And I'm also... I wouldn't mind playing Holy. I've never had a chance to play Mace, uh, Holy. Holy Greyjoy, yeah. And I would quite like to play Holy Greyjoy because every time I do something, I can sing Holy Diver at them. Holy Diver! I like Maester Kedry. Kedry? Yeah, because it gives you influence. And I like influence. Um, I especially like him in Quentin because you can at the gates from turn one. So you've always got two influence for Red Vengeance. And then if Quentin is your agenda, you, uh, you can pay Red Vengeance for free. Yeah. Because you kneel him to pay for it and then he stands back up for Vengeful and then you draw a card. Fair enough. It's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, of course, then you think, right, I need to get some other influence to make sure it still works when he dies. And then you think, okay, and then I need to want some other influence effects. And then it just turns into a shit deck, basically. Go on then, Rowan. What's your favourite maester? Well, I was. it's a difficult question. I was looking through them uh, before we started, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. I'm going to go controversially for the Maester of Last Half. Oh. Mm. Interesting. I put him in my Kindly Man build before I took it to Nationals, a last-minute inclusion. And he's good for a couple of reasons. One, Diabolf attachments are good now. And you always have the problem when you're playing against Targaryen of the Grey Wind versus Viserys standoff. <laughs> um. Yeah. Which can be, you know, a tricky one to play around. Most of the last half, if it's winter, you can need him to save a creature from being discarded. So, fuck off, Viserys. You can't kill my wolves now. Also, he gives all your creatures characters plus one strength. Which is absolutely stupid with carrion birds and green seers ravens. <laughs> yeah. One for two stealth guys. Like, that's so good. Okay, I like him. He's quite expensive, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, but if you get him on a search hand, then he's not really putting him for free. Yeah, but yeah you're not I'm... getting Lewin for free. Yeah, but you are getting him, and all your animals become beasties. So you'd be able to like max out your animals and just be like, "Yes, the Hounds of War." That's actually not a bad little idea. Now you know what deck he could be played in. What? Valerian by the throne. He could. <laughs> he would make a benefit. I'm going to put him in a dragon's deck. We're going to go to town on this weekend. Uh, we have a dragon's deck built. <laughs> Yes, Winter Dragons. Put him in there. Oh, is that only if it's winter? Oh, yeah. no. Oh. There is no way no, no, you no, can it's... play Balerion the Black out of Lannister in winter. It is a passive, <laughs> uh, it is passive that they will get plus one strength, though. So, uh, you know. True. It you can have an 11 your... strength, Balerion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Um... <laughs> but yeah, I was running him in Kindly Man. What I was hoping to do at some point was there to be some situation in which having plus one strength on a carrion bird was essential. 
could surprise pull him in with the kind of man out of the dead pile. And then with the James with the carrying brother, they'd never see it coming. Just no, in case he needs never plus see that coming. No one that, would ever guess you were aiming for that, no. No. That, yeah, that didn't happen, but he does make already efficient cards more efficient, which is nice. Yes. Okay. So that's your favourite maester, which is... Or did you say you were going to say a different one as well? Well, I mean... I do like Maester Kralin. I like Maester Kralin. I Especially like if you're running Balerion behind the throne because he's got loads of spare gold lying around. Yeah, exactly. I like <laughs> it for two reasons. Reason number one is that he goes in all those janky Lannister make loads of gold in order to do very little decks, um, <laughs> yeah. which I like to play occasionally. Uh, he lets you at least pretend that you're trying to win the game um, by turning gold into power. And it's when any player wins an entry challenge, which is funny. So that's, you know, if you've got two gold, it's two power of phase. And against Power by the Throne, it's hilarious. Against Power by the Throne, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the other reason I like him is because everybody always calls him Maester Crescent for some reason. They just fail to read the card or notice that he's yellow instead of green. <laughs> I just get to laugh at them and say that they can't read, which is kind of funny. I think Maester Crescent wins the award for most splashable in all the decks ever. With the possible exception of Eamon, of course. Uh, but the new Maester Crescent just goes in every Barra deck, always. Oh, yeah. he's Down so... until the end of time. Yeah. Well, end of first edition, at least. Yeah, well, end of time yeah. first edition. <laughs> but the thing is, um, the new Maester Crescent in second edition is a reprint of the original one from first, and he's ah. like two or three times in every single Barra deck at the moment in second yeah. edition. No, fair enough. Because he discards Milk of the Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. You gotta get rid of that. Yep. You cannot you be milked. Well, the thing is, if you've got your fat Bob just stood there, like high on Skag, he's yeah. not going to be doing anything. <laughs> he is not. Except for being be high on Skag. Whereas be very present come along and just be like, no Skag for you. And I find as a general rule, in order to keep workers happy and motivated, it's best not to give them Skag. <laughs> uh, you know, we've done the test, and that Skag just didn't make them happy at all. Well, that's the uh, there's a local business with Tom Peel for. Uh, <laughs> By the way, if anyone is looking for a job, we need more people. Did I say? <laughs> <laughs> we gave all the old ones skag. They're in rehab. <laughs> and horribly wrong. I've got to uh, say, I, I do like a bit of Pylos as well. Because yeah, uh, like everyone forgets list. what he does. And yeah. suddenly they don't have any cards and shadows anymore. Yeah, I've killed Mira with that before. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. That's what you want to do. And he's just like, oh, he's attacking alone. He's only two strength. But he's got stealth and probably a, an apprentice collar. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And his art, though, absolute trash. Yeah, it's not very good, it's is it? so bad, isn't it? Like, what, what is he supposed to be? Um, it's particularly weird because, um, well, not really the art, but him. He's the shit maester in the, in like, the who's a good Baratheon? He's the shit like, one. Oh, all right. Like, race. like he's two for two with one icon, and Lomis has is three for three with two icons. Yeah. But he's the House Tyrell Maester, not the not Stannis's Maester. Yeah. Um, I guess it's because he came earlier. He came in the Barrow Box a, Maester cycle, but that's another addition to the list of reasons why the Maester cycle was stupid from a Nedley perspective. Yeah, um, which is that nobody knows who any of these bloody maesters are. <laughs> like, there's so many maesters here. I'm just like, who the fuck? Are, who the fuck is Maester Miles? Uh, I don't know. 
Who is he? And like, I know who Kenshi is. Why is his name so boring? All the <laughs> other names he, interesting he, names with Ys in weird places. And he's just called Miles. Mr. Miles is probably yep. like you. He's your next-door neighbour type maester. He's yeah. not too loud, he's not rowdy, and if he has a party, he'll sure as hell tell you about it in advance. But he's got yeah. a silky beard. <laughs> All right, then. Well, in that case, then he's definitely having parties, but he'll tell you about them in advance. There'll be more souffle-type parties. I bet he's a hipster. Oh. I, or a swinger. I don't know. <laughs> he looks more like a middle manager to me, to be perfectly honest. Okay. And swingers are much higher possibility. So, apparently, he is the maester at Sunspear. Right, oh. Which I thought was Maester Kaliot. Well, turns out we've all why been educated. So why is he holding Gregor Clegane's skull then? Because he's at Sunspear when the skull arrives. Oh, Sunspear. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Kaleor is also a maester at Sunspear. Oh. So they're, they're both maesters. Yeah. Cheeky. Um, but Miles is only in one scene, whereas uh, Kaleor is in two scenes. Oh! So He's the dominant oh, one, clearly. At least, at least. He's got two entries in the wiki, which is important. <laughs> and he doesn't even have a first edition card. No, he doesn't. Discrimination. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and then they've got Kedri, who is he goes with uh, Thingy on his way, doesn't he? Quentin. Yeah, it, doesn't he die before we even meet Quentin? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, um, great. And his chain's really tight. It looks a bit like a BDSM collar. It does a little bit, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> Which is kind of worrying. All those young lads going off. He's got a hip-looking top, though. Yeah, I like it. But that, you know, that thing with the loose collar and loose sleeves, I mean, that's pretty in these days. <laughs> yeah, uh, housing. He'd fit in around the UEA campus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With or without the collar? Well, either. <laughs> Fair play. Okay. Are there any maesters that are in the books that should be a card, but they're just not? Well, Maester Callier, as we've just discovered. Yeah, are there any other prominent maesters which they've forgotten about brutally? Um, I think of, luckily. The Greyjoy one's a bit weird as well, isn't it? Because um, Windermere is not the Greyjoy maester, I don't think. No. Uh, He's just kind of a miscellaneous maester. It's funny because the the flavour text on Windermere is air on damp hair complaining about how shit maesters are. (laughs) <laughs> and yet he's the best maester in Greyjoy yeah. which is oh, hilarious I tell a lie he is he does serve the Greyjoy as a pike yeah. oh okay yeah I was wrong fair enough one of them is the is it Kerwin who's the one they capture on the shield islands yeah and he gets raped to death well he gets yeah, raped which to death sorry what or something. does he actually get raped to death yeah that's a well, well he gets raped that. certainly that's not and a fun way that again, flavor text fail. The starting line of his flavor text is Maesters had their uses, which is really <laughs> yeah. considering. Well, he did, and I think everyone got a yeah. rise out of him. You know. yeah. When he uh, complains yeah. about his rape, he is given a dagger to seek revenge, but he is too timid to use it. He's suspected of poisoning, and so Makoro has him thrown overboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Makoro, that's how it's done. Yeah. Ah, fair play. Poor Kerwin. Yeah. He's got soft hands. Unlike Miles' uh, silky beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's enough talking about the uh, appearance of various maesters in the books. Um, our links. What's your favourite link? I mean, that's such a hard question. I'm, As we've kind of addressed, I have a 
kind of a thing for links. internal conflict about copper link. Because on the one hand, it makes so little sense, and on the other hand, you can do so many beautifully stupid things with it. It's just, yeah, I, I probably have to go with the copper link, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's that just, works. it's just nutty. I mean, you haven't lived until you've made the Rose Road Direwolf Shaggy Dog play. It's true. It's true. Let's build that deck soon. Yeah. Um, I Bill. also like, among other things, making people into kings to turn off other people's kings is fun. Um, likewise, queens. Or making, I don't know, you can't do that. With Old Man, you can make somebody cease to be a king so that they're not the only king in play. Yeah. Which is funny. That always upset me a bit about the Copper Link. It's like, you could be so much better, Copper Link. Yeah. You could make Stannis into an absolute machine. Yeah. But, but alas, you cannot. Okay, that's kind of nedly, like telling people that they're kings and it turns all the other kings off. I like that. I guess so. Yeah. I'm sure there's some theory somewhere that the Maesters are entirely the force behind all Westeros politics. And <laughs> yeah. they, just, they are the kingmakers. Uh, there is the, the Grand Maester theory, which is... I forget the specifics, but the fact that they killed the dragons and... Yeah. Like, they're pushing culture in one way kind of thing. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Pia, what's your favourite link? Um, the gold one. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, it makes me look bling. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Couldn't really. I don't play maces, um, so none of them are really my favourite. Uh, no. I don't really like any of them, Dave, because they all piss me off at some point in most <laughs> games. So, oh, you're triggering that, 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 and that. Can I cancel it? Yes, I can, but he's got a cancel for my cancel. And have I got a cancel for his cancel? No, but I need a cancel for his cancel, so I can cancel my cancel to cancel cat cancel. Just gets too confusing, and I use up all my cancels trying to block you from discarding one of my cards, and I get angry about it. Fair enough. It's I'll happened a few what, times. My favorite, <laughs> well, my favorite my is... Favorite, God, sorry. My favorite non-existent link is the one that cancels things. <laughs> because that is clearly design space that they could have explored. <laughs> I'm, I'm really amazed can't. there is a link that cancels it. Um, it's normally to do with his characters and his locations and various events. Yeah. And then he can stand it after I've knelt him and it just annoys me. Wouldn't that make Mace's just much too broken? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's why I'm happy it doesn't exist. Yeah, um, yeah. My favourite is Pale Steel Link, obviously, because it's the banter link. Yeah. Uh, my favourite play at the moment is putting um, Rich Lands of the Keep onto characters. <laughs> what? Using the... Rich Lands of the Keep. Can you put it onto nobles. characters? Well, it makes them nobles, so yeah, it's an attachment. Cool. Um, <clears throat> you put it onto a character, making them a noble, and then you can bounce them with Gaston Grey. <laughs> So you've got on-demand Gaston Grey fodder. Uh, but if you do it on like House Messengers and stuff, then you'll obviously draw in cards when they come into play. And you also draw a card when the Rich Lands and the Keep comes into play. So it's just wonderful. And then you can use it to protect your maesters as well with Power of Blood. So that's pretty have nice. we, We've not spoken about Reese's Nestle's deck, have we? No, we haven't. The Pale, the Pale Steel, Steel Assassin. Assassin. Yeah. yeah. Which was, in essence, the same, but you use it to put it on your opponent's characters. To murder them with the Mad King. Okay. Turn them into nobles, kneel the Mad King, murder the noble. Beautiful. Fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Although it's not as funny as the story of his nationals, which was that for the first three rounds in a row, he was playing against an aloof and apart deck, and they had Green Seer's Raven turn one to cancel his out the gates. (laughs) Three rounds. 
<laughs> I got mine cancelled once, and that was in the final. <laughs> so, um, on Beyond the Wall today, I heard it. Uh, Dark Nodge and Israel were talking about what they would like to see restricted on the next restricted list, and they were wondering about how to deal with the quote-unquote problem of maesters, which, as we've established, is not a problem. Don't be stupid, they're amazing. <laughs> yep. uh, which their suggestion was to restrict the Valerian steel link. And I was listening to this at my desk in my room, and I literally out loud said, fuck off, <laughs> because it's a bad idea. Like, why, nah. why would you do that? Like, you just cripple an entire archetype with a single restriction. Like, that's just such a completely awful way to handle the restricted list. So I just wanted to express my disagreement. Now, if you want to do that, unrestrict the Maester's Path and restrict a couple of chains. Mm, so you have to choose which again. chain you run. Oh, no, I still don't like it. I, I don't like it either, but if they really wanted to do that, so you could have the Valerian Steel or the Tin or, say, the Lead Link, if they think Lead Link is the problem. Yeah, I mean, I think Maesters are banners at the moment, and the main reason I think that is because if you're experienced, you, can, you know how to beat them. Like, yeah. there's always a line to beat maesters, which is get rid of the maester. Yes. And given the amount of removal options we have in the environment at the moment, you know, there's plenty of ways to do that. Yeah. Whereas if you compare it to some of the other decks that have needed controlling by the restricted list in the past, like the old way, Bloodthirst, it's like the reason they are, everybody hates them is because they're, well, most everybody, mm. is because they're really uninteractive, right? Maesters are, maesters are absolutely the epitome of interactiveness. They, tri like, they trigger about 60 things a phase. <laughs> so, that, you know, there's plenty that you can interfere with. And you, you have one very easy way to stop them doing those things. Kill the maester. Yeah. So, not a problem. Which is, of course, easier said than done. But it's well, not you know, too difficult. To or remember. just play Nightmares. I mean, you, should, you know, more people should be playing Nightmares in the decks anyway. Yeah. Because it's nutty good. Stopping being a maester turn one. Can't get any chones yeah. off. I've had my dreams crushed many times by that exact situation. Yeah. Or if they don't put the apprentice collar on first turn, you can knock the chains off by blanking them. Yeah. It's always fun. So, yeah. Um, talking about removal, that uh, brings me on to Brett Zyler won Worlds with Baratheon Maesters abusing Super Fat Bob. He did. And then he used his card design to make cold hands which yeah. if it hits a maester knocks all his chains off which is just horrible <laughs> yeah it is horrible although again cold hands like Harren Hall is one of those cards which at first as a shagger player you look at it and you weep tears of salty despair because you know you all of those Voltron decks that you've been building for years and trying to make them work now here's a neutral very playable card that kills all of them yeah. Apart from the Joffrey one, obviously, because he's immune to trigger effect. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's also interesting ways to abuse your characters that trigger when they enter and leave play. So, you know, cold handsing your own Dale Seaworth is a thing of absolute beauty. Yeah, that's true. Also, Aris Oakheart. Especially when you also cold hands one of their allies. <laughs> so they both come into play at the same time, basically, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's Maesters. I think we summed them up pretty well. That was nice. Mm. Good for our M theme uh, episode. 
Do you want to bring us on home, Peel? Final stretch. Yeah, well, um, favourite cards beginning with M. Uh, I'll let you two go first um, on this one because I know what mine is. So, have at them, boys. Go on then, Rowan. What's yours? All right, well, I'm going to cheat slightly since Craven isn't here to enforce the rules. No, no, um, no, 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 no. I'm, no, well, you can't cheat. Because <laughs> we'll get it in the next, next week. <laughs> Because there's there's two pieces of beautiful beautiful jank here that both no. begin with M. No, well, what's your favourite piece of jank? Oh. <laughs> your favourite bit can, of M. You can mention your runner-up jank afterwards. Okay, I think my favourite one is probably Mace Tyrell. <laughs> sure. Um, because infamous Mace Tyrell is stupid hilarious deck that I have built and have had a lot of fun with. It's just. Well, you just get Mace, put Devious Intentions on him, right? And then go to town. If you want to assemble the full combo, you play Corset Melisandre and Head of a Dwarf. So you put Head of a Dwarf on your opponent's characters and play Corset Melisandre so that the double-sided nature of Mace's ability doesn't affect you. Yeah. Because all their power is on one character and it doesn't count towards their total. <laughs> so also, yeah, let's shout out to Reese, who was playing his... Uh, when he played Martathian... Rush at Blackwater 2014. He played three X Mace Tyrrell in his deck, <laughs> just because wow. he's so funny. <laughs> People just don't understand how quickly he can win you the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you put Taste for Blood on him. Holy shit! He does a lot of work. Uh, my honourable mention. I was going to say just on, on Mace. You can of course play him out of one of the treaty agendas, or treaty to yeah. the south, and then they can never need more than ten, less than ten power to win. So it does somewhat mitigate him, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, but then you're playing treaty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and none of them are treated to the stag or treated to the lion. So exactly, you can't play an extra house. Like I tried Martel treaty to the north, so that I could use the Stark cards, the, the narrow sea to reduce the cost of mace, <laughs> and I'd still have he calls it thinking and to the spears. Yeah, uh, nice. it didn't work. Taste of blood, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it didn't work. It was terrible. Yeah. We go on. What's your runner-up? My honourable mention is Maester Malian's Tome, um, which is another uh, card on the list of stupid things that FFG has done. But unfortunately, it's not quite stupid enough because it's horribly overcosted. Um, yeah. But yeah, Shadows 2 Stark Attachment gives a character an intrigue icon after it comes out of Shadows. If it's winter, look at an opponent's unused plot deck. Move a plot card <laughs> from that plot deck to a player's used pot, plot pile. That's like, horrible. You get to look I'm at your opponent's plot deck. That's so nuts. I'm just going to take your Valor and put it down there because it will fuck me in the ass. Yeah. And that's but it. Just... Again, take it from me. This never works. No, right, okay. It's a Shadows 2 card that you have to play in winter that doesn't get <laughs> the board. <laughs> yeah. But damn it, if it ever works, it's glorious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you play Barrow City of Shadows, you can play it with Dragonstone Port. Oh, <laughs> now that might. Oh, Dragonstone port just gets better and better and better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, well, my card also synergizes really, really nicely with Dragonstone port <laughs> and with the Pale Steel Link because my favourite card beginning with M is Motley. Ooh. Oh yeah, and yep. so of course playing Motley is always fun because you can't attack because you don't have any gold. You can't defend. You can't trigger your abilities. That's fun. But the most fun is when it can't trigger saves. 
Yeah. Because you also have to pay gold. And in the plot phase, you have no gold. So you can pre-plot your maester, pop in the motley, and then suddenly all their, char- their character can't be saved from Valor. Hmm. Um, which is really satisfying. And of course, if you've got Dragonstone Port, you can choose your Valor and then drop motley. And <laughs> 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 then they work there, can't be saved. Uh, and that's just wonderful. Or no better, you do it when they're going to Valor with Dragonstone Port. Yeah. That's just such a kick in the teeth. <laughs> Your trip's Viper. Nope. Sorry. See ya. <laughs> Especially if you can get like, I don't know, like a, a tripped dragon. You nightmares it and then put the motley in. Yeah, dragons tend to be no attachments though, the bastards. Yeah, yeah, use nightmares in the same action. Oh, right. Oh, damn. Yeah. Really, really yes. screwed. I like the idea of just... Uh, triggering a load of things in Dragonstone Port just completely ruin their day pre-Valor. So, it's yeah. like, okay, right. What we're going to do is we're going to bring Mirror out, we're going to blank these cards, then we're going to drop Motley. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some other beautiful things. And then he used, returned Ghost to hand so he doesn't get killed. Put Mirror back in the shadow she doesn't get killed. Yeah. Pale Steel Link and Imposter. Turn her into a Greyjoy character so you can be saved with Wendemir. It's yeah. Too far. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's Motley's my favourite card beginning with them. It is, in fact, my third favourite card. So that's exciting. Go on. What's yours then, Peel? Tell us. Uh, Morocco. Makara. <laughs> Makara. Right, I'm joking. I'm fully joking. It's much and more. It we is. all knew it was going to be much and more. I was trying to throw you a curveball there, Dave. Um, it almost it went horribly worked. wrong. It it almost did, but then you realise I, I haven't put many of my decks for a good year. I, I thought you think. meant the North African country for a second there. Well, it's also a personal favourite M of mine, um, but I think I'd have to go for Madagascar if I was going to choose an African country. It well, would definitely be Madagascar. That's a good point, but I mean that's a dif- different debate that we'll we'll spend far too long. On. <laughs> it is, yes. And for now, much and more is clearly the best card beginning with M because it's just it's just much and more. There's no other words for it. Just you get much, and you can either give them more or you can give them shit, and it's just like ah, suck it. And it is a way to. Unfortunately, in melee, it can be the worst card ever to play when it's a tiebreaker situation because you're sat here thinking, I could effectively decide who wins the game. Just by giving you either that. Yeah, you can, though. If you, for example, if they're sat there and you give them an absolute beastie card before they're marshalling and they play it and they win the game using, like, double renown or something stupid like that, you've effectively given them the game and that's a much and more play. That's right. (laughs) Much and more is happening. Amazing. So, yeah, much and more. Nice and simple. Lovely event. Four cards. Pick one that you like. And choose one of your enemies. I like the I like giving them good cards with much and more. What like and really then, expensive ones? Just going, yeah, you can't afford that. Yeah, and then rule by decreeing them, so they have to decide <laughs> whether to keep it or not. <laughs> you have used much and more before the plot, uh, the plot, and then rule by decree. Just so I have to just go down to like four cards. Like, I've, I've used three much and mores pre-plot before. I kept drawing into them. I was just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, why are you doing this to me? It's like, because rule by decree. <laughs> I've been playing um, the other 
the next best window for much and more after the uh, pre-plot Lord by Decree is uh, playing Clansmen. Claire challenge with the Burned Men and you have the same number of cards in hand as them. Yeah. And they're like, sure, whatever, I can eat a one-claim challenge. Much and more! <laughs> Before play. Now you have more cards than me, sucker. I can't believe you yeah. said that was the next best one. The next best one is in the Dragonbone, the Dragonstone port window. Oh, fuck. Where <laughs> you've already played. You have to play it then. <laughs> and you play much and more and they can't do anything about it. Oh. <laughs> Unless they've got like a nightmares or something. But they can't suddenly change their plot. Yeah. Nice. Dragonstone Port's just such a good card. It really is. I'm <laughs> amazed no one's running it right now. I know. I think it Simone, has to make a special note. guest appearance. We I, should all I just... challenge you, Rowan. Build something with Dragonstone Port in it. I'm not even going to challenge you, Rowan. Just put it into one of your decks as a random card. If we all put it in there, it may come up and do something at some point. Just <laughs> yeah, by just basic... Just, you know, just could happen. Could be amazing. Could be shit. It's only an extra card. If we draw it, we can just throw it for claim or something. Uh, but see that's the thing is that you want to run you want to run three of it so if you do get the plot guessing right (laughs) then you get three paths yeah and you can run Dragonstone Watchtower as well which does effectively the same thing Dragonstone Watchtower is awesome I've won games from that card before nice where it's just like right if you what was it Oh, yeah, I had three of them on the board. And I was just doing it every single plot phase. It was just like Valor Morgulis. If you Valor, you give me three power. Three power. Yeah. <laughs> every time every time you Valor, you get three power. And what it is, is you kneel Dragonstone Watchtower to choose and, and name a card. If your opponent plays that card this phase um, or reveals it, then uh, you get power. But if you've got three Dragonstone Watchtowers, you can kneel them all. And name the same card. So if they play Valor, you get three power. But the best part is that it stands at the end of the phase if it didn't trigger. So if they don't play Valor, then you get to use it in the marshalling phase and just be like Robert Baratheon. <laughs> or Refugee. Play... Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. Island Refugee. Yeah. Play cool. three power. Yeah. And the challenge is like, like nightmares. <laughs> yeah. No quarter or something. Or if they're oh, Baratheon, just Motley, you're probably going to put some of them in at some point. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just wonderful. I'll have three power. But then you also, sometimes you'll just draw three copies of them and you'll just be sad. Uh, yeah, that'll it's be a bit shit. Sure. Thing. <laughs> just, but, oh. Sometimes gives you power. But mm. I do so, like yeah. the uh, the Sophie's Choice of, like, <laughs> uh, I keep saying Sophie's Choice when it's really not necessary. Um, but I was playing against Waffle and I was on like 14 power. And I knelt one and said, Sit your soldiers. And I knelt the other and said, Valor. And there was only two plots left. <laughs> I was like, Whatever you do, I just win instantly. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Like, those cards are garbage most of the time, but they're obnoxiously good against people whose decks you know very well. Yeah. Which is funny. <laughs> hey, it, it encourages you. It, it, it's, a, it's a better card if you can call the meta correctly. Right. I yeah. know. It's a and meta. actually. You know what? Where it would be best yeah. is so next time DC build a Barra deck, they can just slot it in there. One like it's one DC guy. I mean, guys, keep it to yourselves. Don't tell each other that you're doing this. But tip from me: one of you just put three Dragonstone Watchtower. Next time you build a Barra deck as a group, because you'll know everything in all the rest of their decks because it's your deck. <laughs> so when it comes to the inevitable DC versus DC final that we keep seeing. You'll have the 
massive edge. Like, <laughs> you can't lose at that point. Oh, Dragon's so Watchtower, what a lot I mean, of power. You may think, you know, that's three deck slots, but I'm sure you can cut three Harren Halls or something. 